Hi. Welcome to One Collective Idiot. Uh, my name is Austin, and this is my co-host. Me. Yes, that is his name. Me. Um, this is the, yes. This <laughs> this is the show. <laughs> this is the show where uh, we basically pick a topic each week, talk about it, and maybe we stay on topic. Maybe we don't. Uh, you'll just have to listen and find out. Um, and today's topic is uh, best blank or best first blank ever. Um, basically, best first uh, best first episode like this one. Um, for example, uh, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, for I, I have nothing to say about that. Um, <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> but for example, best like best first episode, like a pilot episode of a show. Best first movie in a series, video game. You get the idea. Um, so. Before we get into that, though, we'll uh, we'll do a little bit of catching up. Me and Gino haven't talked to one in a while, um, so how are things, Gino? Um, hot. It's hot outside. How hot? It, it's it's hot. <laughs> I can agree. We're so far apart, and it's just hot. Um. So okay. So. The, the a big reason why I wanted to do this little talk section at front is because I learned a little fact earlier this week and I've been holding it for like oh so yeah tightly. okay yes okay so um have you ever heard of Stuart Little yes okay so um I learned something about Stuart Little uh, from TikTok uh, but it was a stand-up comedian on TikTok, so I, I trust him at 100%. Um, so what it is is, you know how the movie Stuart Little, it's like he's a mouse. He's just a little mouse, He and he's he's an anthropomorphic mouse. Yes. Okay, so um, what I learned is that in the books, which is what the movies are, ma- are based off of, that... It is never explicitly stated that he that he is a mouse. In the books, it is he is described as a human with rat-like qualities. He's a very tiny human. So, according to the books, Stuart Little is actually a tiny rat-human hybrid mutant thing. So, just like the Spiderwick Chronicles, the little dude. Hold on, what? (laughs) So you're talking about it's pretty much exactly the same as that little guy from the Spiderwick Chronicles? I've never heard of that. (laughs) Hold on, Google it. Uh, I gotta, like, type things, though. Like, Spiderwick? Yeah. All one word. The Spiderwick Chronicles. I'm just gonna click images because I don't want to read anything. Well, you go to images and you find like the the cover, the cover photo, and he's like the dude on the shoulder. Oh, like a little goblin thing. Yeah, he's like a little tiny man, but he looks like a rat. He's a little tiny man. I mean, I would guess 
maybe uh maybe spider wit chronicles is a uh prequel to Stuart little <laughs> it's a prequel in Stuart little <laughs> Stuart little is that tiny little man's no i think actually what it was is uh Stuart little is apparently a like an orphan or something like that and then the family takes him in like no. it's like the beginning's like kind of dark in the books from what i heard no, Stuart, Stuart Little is the father of Jerry from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck off. It's all connected. <laughs> oh, God. That's, uh, that's pretty good. So, uh, yeah. You have anything ha- interesting happen to you this week? revelations no oh that's kind of boring yeah yeah well no you had the tree I guess that's kind oh, of yeah the tree that's all I really tree. know is that it was a tree <laughs> and it broke <laughs> tree fell tree get cut up tree get hauled away but with that said, I had got that off my chest now. Um, do you want to get into today's topic? Best first egg. Best. Best first egg. Egg. So, uh, I've got a few things written down. Of. Uh, oh, we we're writing stuff down. Well, I couldn't think... I was trying to, like, think of stuff off the top of my head the other day, and I couldn't, so I just wrote stuff down. Not I mean, gonna lie, honestly, I forgot. Yeah, like, three or four things that I that I have on this little list, I got from a list online, from where I Googled it. Oh, so you so you, you looking things up now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're doing research. Oh, but you didn't want to do research for Spiderwick, huh? <laughs> no. But um, since you don't have anything written down, I guess I will go first instead of flipping this coin that I um, took the time out of my day to find on my desk to flip. You took time out of your day to go to a gas station to get a roll of quarters, to take one quarter out of it and flip it, and then to give it back. (laughs) Give the rest of the quarters back. (laughs) I only needed one. Okay, but okay. Hand so, them a hundred dollar bill. Can I have one quarter? <laughs> yes, I would like to purchase one quarter for a hundred dollars. And it's like not even a valuable one. It's like the least valuable one that's out it's there. It's a twenty twenty two, super clean, freshly printed. It like it just came off quarter. the mint yesterday. Yeah. But, um, okay, so I can go first. No, you don't. Um, I'm also Googling what is the least. Do you want me to flip a coin? (laughs) Flip the coin, your tails. Oh, shh. Oh, there it is. I landed on tails. I'm still going first. (laughs) That was the point. (laughs) 
Um, so, my first little bit is, uh, I it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily a first episode, but it's a first season entirely. The first episode is a, is, like, is it one of the best of the, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's just that season, that whole season lays so much groundwork for the rest of the entire series like all the way up until the finale not gonna lie that first episode had nothing to do with the entire like that first episode was like the start of a basic hbo show i mean yeah that i can agree but that's also why i chose the first season rather than because um, the first episode has nothing to do with like anything past season one Pretty much. Like, I mean, it's a good... I would say it doesn't... Um, it doesn't really connect much other than... Um, in the. Have you seen the final season yet? I've seen... Yes. Okay, so other than, like, at the beginning of the final season where they... Uh, where they... That ghost... The lady in white, I believe is what it was. Um, yeah. Where she actually comes back and she's, like, just roaming around. Uh, that's like the only one of the only mentions from the very first episode in the re- in the entire series. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. It was it was everyone knew it was the last season. Yeah. So they so just you had kinda, to at least uh, they went back. Yeah, but uh, but I could like the one thing I can say about it though is it does give a very good introduction to. Sam and Dean as a character, like yeah. it lays the it lays the groundwork for what is their characters for. I mean, which I guess that's what a first episode is supposed to do, but it just does it so well because, like, the mentality and everything that Sam has in the f- very first episode, even though he was reluctant uh, about like getting back into the life. Um, is he still got that kind of logic focused attitude throughout the entire series now of course he has character growth and everything because uh you know what show doesn't yeah but but still it i think it introduces the characters very well rather than laying groundwork for the rest of the series but that's also why i wanted to rope in the rest of the season though because the rest of the season, the first episode may not have much to do with the, you know, entirety of the show, but the whole season, like, most of the things... That got it really started. Yes. And, like, most of the things that they, uh... Like, most of the things that they get into is, like, a direct, um what's the word I'm looking for consequence maybe of their dad's death at the beginning of it not necessarily I mean yeah not necessarily but it puts every that his death puts everything on such a downward spiral that it's like almost everything is a like indirect consequence of it whether it be you know, because it, it cemented, uh, like, Sam's staying in the life, you know what I mean? 
Um, and they're like, even in the last, I think it's the last season where they all have a family dinner together. Like they, they all the way up until the final episode, they still feel the shock of, of that. Of that I mean, moment where the yellow eye. I personally came. blame huh? Dean for that entire, like, second half of the entire show. I mean, Sit. yeah. <laughs> he wanted pie, man. Sit. He wanted pie, and oh. Lucifer happened. Okay. One of the, <laughs> one of the scenes that just okay. always uh-huh. sticks with me when I think of, uh, of Supernatural, is that that one the season where they were fighting the leviathans and it and they found out oh, that yeah. like they were like putting stuff in food and like it was like corrupting everyone or something like that i forget exactly what it was doing but it was like making people sick or something and yeah, i don't remember if remember it was the whole season yeah and um i just remember there was one part of a certain episode in that season where it's like right after they found that out and they're going to a grocery store and they're trying to buy stuff, and oh, Dean sees like yeah. a bunch of pies, and then Sam's like, "No, they contaminated all the sugar in the like in the state or whatever." And then like the look of defeat that was on his face. Yeah, <laughs> the man, the man just wanted some pie. No, my my favorite episodes were the I think it was the rabbit's foot. Where Which Sam lost the rabbit's foot, so he had like extremely bad luck, and he had to scratch his nose, which led to the entire hotel room catching on fire. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> or or the Groundhog Day one where Dean kept dying over and over and over again. Oh, dude, that one was a good one. Um, one of one of my personal favorite ones is uh. I mean, it's not really one of the funny ones. Well, I guess it... Actually, it is. The it's, Scooby-Doo It's actually a hilarious episode. episode. The Scooby-Doo episode. Um, and also, I just remembered another one. But um, the Scooby-Doo episode and the one where they get transported to, like, another dimension. And it's actually... They actually ended up in, like, the real world filming the show oh, Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Inside Supernatural, the show. Like, that... <laughs> Yeah, like that that whole episode was like so like meta and everything it was one of my favorite jokes was uh um like bobby the character his real mm-hmm. name in the show was robert singer um and one of the producers on the show is also named robert singer and bobby was named after robert singer the producer um and when sam and dean found that out they were like the first thing they said was like what kind of dick would name a character after themselves? As a direct, like, kick to the actual writer. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, another one of the, another one of the, uh, episodes that, that comes to mind that is, like, just hilarious in general. Uh, it was in the, it was in the last season, I think. And, no, I'm not going on... Uh, Netflix right now trying to remember which episode it was it's um, the one you watched at some point yeah it's the one I watched it on that one day 
at that time of day. Um, during the year. <laughs> during the year. <laughs> and it wasn't today. It was not today. It was, <laughs> it was at least a day ago. God, what episode was that? But no, um, the Scooby-Doo episode, though? Like, that was, like, so amazing. Like, I I don't know why it wasn't again. thought of. Um, maybe because I'm uh, on Netflix. But, uh, oh, I remember now. I remember the episode. Can you hear me? Can you hear me good? Gina. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're, you're cutting out again. How about now? You're good now. Okay. So, um... The episode that I'm thinking of, it's in the final season. Uh, it's where Sam and Dean lost their luck. Oh, yeah. And, like, Dean's, like, lactose intolerant, and he can't, like, eat, like, eight cheeseburgers in a row or something like that. And then, like, Sam ended up with, like, a big-ass cavity or something like that in his tooth, and he had to get the... I think it was that werewolf dude. Um, to like, perf to like perform a, to fill the cavity or something like that, and he's just in the yeah. dude's basement, in a tennis chair. <laughs> that was a, that was a pretty good one. But not that, like I know we're I know the episode's about beginnings, but uh, the end of Supernatural. Um, I'll try to be vague about it for the uh, people who uh, may not have seen it. But oh my god, was it such a good ending. Yeah, they they ended it pretty well. Like, I'm glad they were able to, like, actually get a season to end the show rather than just, alright, you're cancelled. Oh, you have another problem, but we're just gonna cancel the show and just kinda have like a little note saying hey they're okay pretty much <laughs> and then like two years later they're gonna be like hey remember this <laughs> Sam and Dean are gonna come back in like a like a um, like a sequel movie or something like that yeah and Dean went from from hunting supernatural beings to a superhero. Dean is the new Superman. Well, he can't fly. Well, I actually, I don't know. I didn't actually watch. Yet. It. He can't fly yeah, yet. He can't fly yet. It's all He's up to the writers. He's working on it. Yeah, that's that's really what they're doing. But, season uh, three of the boys, he's gonna fly. Or season four of the boys, I don't know what season they're on. I think he's, I think he's at, 
Yeah, I think he's actually in season four. Because I, or is it season three? I don't know. I've never watched The Boys, so he's in like one or two seasons now. What do we know? I know. I thought he was. This was like his introductory season, unless they like teased him at the end of the previous season or something like that. No, he's been in it for a minute already. Or at least a whole season already. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he was introduced in this most recent season. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched the most recent season. I don't know. But, uh, Either way, he's basically Captain America. <laughs> yeah, I know I know most of the heroes in that show are like... Um, Just ragtag like, copies of other superheroes. Pretty much. They're just like, hey, let me copy your homework, but just change it up a little bit kind of heroes. I mean, but I like how they did it. It's funny. I mean, yeah, it's not like obvious. I mean, it's obvious, but like in a purposeful way. Yeah. They made made it realistic, though, and how people would react to actual superheroes. I've been meaning to watch it. I just never, like, set aside the time to sit down and watch something, though. Yeah. Yeah, I do that a lot. But I think that's about all I got for Supernatural. Um, have you found a uh, list online yet? Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. What? <laughs> you didn't say anything, so I was just like, alright. Roll with the punches, I told you. <laughs> think of something off the top of your head right now. Go. Go? Alright, it's the best first blink. Yes. Right? Alright. Best first um, dessert. What? What was the first dessert? Like, that you've ever had. Like, it was your best first dessert that you've ever had. Uh, I mean that, like... <laughs> I mean that, like, when you had it for the first time, is it better than something else you had for the first time? Oh, man, I gotta think about that. Uh, hmm. I'd probably say... Chocolate chip cookies. It's probably, like... Because, like, that's, like... I don't remember the first time I had them, but they've been such a mainstay that it had to have been a good experience the first time I had them. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say brownies because um, why not? The brownies, like my craving and liking for brownies, has only really picked up here in the last like year and a half, where I actually like like brownies. <laughs> So, which I guess you could. I have my own reason <laughs> for brownies. <laughs> Please state your reason. Um, so, brownies is my answer anyway. It's my favorite dessert. But like, they got even more of a favorite because of a special kind of brownie. Oh. 
<laughs> You're talking about the adult brownie. Yes. It's a good thing I it's a good thing I flicked the uh, little um, explicit lever <laughs> that I was making the. <laughs> this is not a kid-friendly show, by the way. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Just yeah, yeah kids. Is. Yeah, get get all your little ones to sit around and listen to the show. Well, they'll uh, they'll benefit from the real life experience. What four four year old is gonna be like? Yeah, I want to listen to Spotify podcast. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, really, what person really sits there and is like, I want to listen to a Spotify podcast? <laughs> Not me. Hopefully, anyone listening to this in the future. Um, Mega for me. now. Bro, I want to see the Mega Mind, but it's like Mega Meme. <laughs> it's just the entire movie, but just played out with <laughs> nothing but memes from the from the uh, every every the word has a meme behind it. Like every word said has to have a meme played after. <laughs> the Vine Boom sounds plays every five seconds. <laughs> the Vine Boom sound every step someone takes. <laughs> Every step and every time someone like moves their arms. No, just every step. The movement of the arms has to be like a swooshing sound. Just a really loud swooshing sound. Or no, like that uh the TikTok audio where it's like Oh yeah. Stop, you're gonna get me in trouble. But it's just that that like I don't and, even know uh, how to describe that kind of sound. What's his name? Um, Michael Mark Rosen Meyer is the hero in there. No, Michael Rosen has to narrate the entire movie. And do you know who, uh, you know who Michael Meyer Rosen is? is? Uh, maybe research time. Yeah, research time. Go look up Michael Rosen. I'm pretty sure that's but, his name. Uh, also, Markiplier is uh the hero guy. Oh, yeah. And all he says is E. That's it. He only says E. It's severe. The audio of it is like severely deep fried and bass boosted, too. Yeah, his name is Michael Rosen. Yeah, the. The. Uh, the. The Biendi. Oh my god, have you seen the. Uh, have you seen the videos where it's uh it's like this sound but a million times at the same time oh yeah <laughs> it's just like okay i can understand it okay Wait. it's it's a little harder to understand and by the end of it it's nothing but just static pure, just yeah just pure static pure like uncomfortable sound essentially Okay, there's a picture, there's a portrait, somebody made a portrait of Michael Rosen, and it's, it's, it's actually really good, but cursed. <laughs> it is so cursed. I hate, I'm saving this. I'm saving this, I need this oh on my, my god, computer. Oh my god, is this a photo of him, like, cracked out? Where is that at? Where'd it go? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, no, I'm cracked out. 
<laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> hold on, I'm sending like, this. Literally. I'm sending this, hold on. But you gotta see this dude, this is so funny. <laughs> Okay, there's this. There you go. There you go. You can, you can see this cursed photo of my Oh! Oh my god! Every, like, yeah, the, the Michael Rosen part of it is um, beautiful almost. But literally everything else. Everything else is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the clown, the, the puppet, the head in the bottom left, whatever the hell is on his shoulder. <laughs> like, literally everything else. The, the hand, photo. the hand saw the top right. Oh, that one. <laughs> It looks this is a photo of him cracked out. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, there's a clown behind him. Yeah. Oh my god. If you just keep scrolling, it gets worse and worse. Yeah, it's... There's it's, a pillow with his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Rosen body pillow. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 dude. I got the best one. I got the best one. I got the best one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a better the one. Fact that, <laughs> the fact that it's cut out, too. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> oh, it's sent as that. Oh, dude. I have to download it? What if you say. Oh my god. <laughs> he looks like a. He, he looks almost like a. He looks almost disappointed and aroused at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's literally the best way to visually describe it without actually having to see this photo. (laughs) I feel like if you squeeze him, like, he's gonna pop at any moment. I looked up Michael Rosen. I looked up Michael Rosen body pillow, and the first thing that popped up was a Nezuko body pillow. Um. (laughs) Among Us. Among Us. Among Us. I'm downloading so many pictures, dude. Is it is it too late to make a business purchase? (laughs) Or too early? We're not too late for anything. I'm, I'm gonna delete this. Can we, uh, can we put this on a, uh, company card that doesn't exist yet? Why does it do that? Here it is. Alright, whatever. Oh my god. Bogus. (laughs) Bogus. It's a, it's just an Among Us character just elongated like a hot dog with legs. It's like a three. It's like a three-foot hot dog with legs. 
Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, Among Us. Um, Among Us. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay, so... Going from that, trying to steer it back towards the topic of the episode. Topic today. number three. <laughs> topic number thirty-five. <laughs> Only number um, three. <laughs> um, let's see what I got next on my list. Eggs. I've, so I do have something else second on my list, but I'm gonna skip that one and go straight to another one. Um, the Phantom Menace. So I, I take now, it it's the best first movie? <laughs> so, chronologically chronologically speaking, I'm not talking about um, release date. I'm just talking about chronologically speaking. I hate that movie. <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> I hate that movie. The re- Listen, okay, so the reason I, bra- I say it, I will admit the movie is super boring. <laughs> It's so slow. The best the part, part was when he died. The, <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the movie is Duel of the Fates. Okay. Wait, what are you talking about? The Phantom, the first, um, technically episode one of Star Wars. Oh, the song. Okay. Okay. Well, it's well the fight itself is called Duel of the Fates also. Because yeah, I forgot that was if, the name of the song, and I was like, "Hold on, my brain went straight yeah, to the third movie," <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, why?" <laughs> because the, the 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 duel in the third movie at the end. Oh, oh, between Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah, although that was like one of, if not the best, lightsaber fight in like Star Wars. It was great, but, but the choreography low key sucked. I always thought it was that a little... one part where they just spin their their lightsabers at, like standing like not even a foot from each other was kind of awkward there for a second. It's actually very tactical. Yeah, you because think... your blades are always in motion. No, 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 no. You gotta think they both know how each other fight because they they pretty much grew up together in a way. So well, doing another... that, they're also looking for an opening, but they're doing the opposite of each other if you if you watch it they're doing the exact opposite blocking every opening possible well um speak like going off of the opposite thing um one analysis that i heard of and it's actually more from the clone wars than it is from the movies is um specifically there's a fight with uh between um obi-wan anakin and dooku and it, and the way he fights those two brings out like the dynamic and the kind of opposite nature of them and it's like Anakin is a master at offensive combat like he's he's great at overpowering his his combatant and really kind of just like Offensive. He's he's good on the attack, essentially. Yeah. And Obi Wan, he is he is the defensive type. He he blocks more than he attacks. So, in that specific fight in Clone Wars, Dooku is 
putting Obi-Wan on the offensive and putting Anakin on the defensive. So it's throwing both of them off. And that's also kind of what you see in that fight at the end of, uh, God, what's it? Is it Revenge? No, Revenge of the Sith. Wait, Revenge no. of the Sith is the... Yeah. It's a... Uh, 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 something. <laughs> but no, Wait. at the end of that... F- I think it is that one. Is it really? I don't remember. It makes sense because those movies, they kind of like paralleled each other because the third movie in the original trilogy was Return of the Jedi, so it makes sense for it to be Revenge of the Sith. I feel really dumb now. Yep, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. All right. But, um... The thing, the thing about it is when you when you're seeing that opposite, there's uh, their their spin essentially is opposite of each other. It also kind of adds that layer of um, continuity, essentially, of where their their fighting styles are completely opposite. So they're like they're both the best match for each other. Yeah. But. The Phantom Menace, honestly, like, leave the sequel trilogy out. I would not get into that. Uh, but they're good by themselves. The, yeah, by themselves, by themselves, they're if, good. If they were, if they weren't treated as mainline Star Wars movies and was like just a side movie, kind of like how Solo yeah. or uh, Rogue One was, I think they would have done. Well, I mean, they did good box office wise. But like, I think they would have it would have settled to the Star Wars fans' stomach a little bit better. Yeah. But or be like, hey, it's a different you know multiverse version. Yeah, and they didn't really have to connect it to the Skywalker stuff. Yeah. Like, it just kind of felt shoved in there. But out of the prequels and the sequel and the uh, not the sequel but out of the prequels in the original trilogy um Phantom Menace is the worst <laughs> out of the six of them <laughs> but yeah yeah why I say it's why I say it's the best first is because of the amount of one very very clever foreshadowing um, and for the singular fact of the duel of the fates, where yeah. if Qui Gon Jinn had not lost that lightsaber fight, Anakin's entire trajectory would have like went completely differently. And like the fact of like you look at this little child essentially. Now, one, the relationship between him and Padme are very is very weird. She is a lot older than he is, and they're already flirting in the first movie. But we will brush that aside. <laughs> that is not what we're talking about today. But, uh... Yeah, let's not. Yeah. Let's not. We're not that controversial of a show. But... Sometimes you just look sometimes but you just look at this kid in this movie and it's like yeah that dude's gonna like grow up and like blow up Alderaan or indirectly blow up Alderaan he's gonna die he's gonna be like a a evil dictator he's gonna kill like so many people Um, 
Like, it's just the dark things that you know he's going to do. He's going to look at kid just chilling a out. group of kids, put on a mask, and say, Showtime. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I don't know why that reminded me of it, but the oh interaction... Boy. The interaction in uh, the new Star Wars, Lego Star Wars game, where if you do Vader in his suit and then uh, the child version of Anakin, the child version will go, hey, that's a cool suit. Where can I get one? And then Vader just responds as patience. Oh, child. yeah. No, the Lego Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That that is like one of my favorite like character interactions. That and uh, if if you play as uh, Kylo Ren and Darth Vader, um, he'll like he'll start like fangirling and mm-hmm. just be like, "Oh my God, you're fine. You're you you've been waiting for this moment your entire life." Oh, like he starts to freak out for a minute. Because <laughs> like. That was like he's one of the sad. biggest things people make fun of him about. And like the fact that the when you're playing through uh, the Last Jedi on the Lego Star Wars, um, for like half of the entire like campaign of the Last Jedi, Kylo Ren is just shirtless. Yep. God, that was so hilarious. Like, the dude's just standing there as square as he possibly could. Square. Square man. Square low red. Why isn't there a Lego Spongebob game? That's... He he hasn't appeared in any Lego game? Nope. Are there Lego Spongebob sets? Yep. I really think Spongebob is kind of a hard thing. Well, no, Lego and Spongebob seems like it would go together very well, though. Because, like, what they could do is make it kind of live service and add DLCs, but it's, like, all the different seasons from the show and just make them into levels. I mean, yeah, like, the show, like, the Spongebob show as a whole is very like it does semi well with the lego game and it's semi it's, like, it's not like that it's yeah it's not like the games like te- it's not like the lego games tell like a narrative or anything i mean have, if it's a spongebob one you don't really have to have a narrative you can just be like hey it's spongebob and all the kids are gonna go oh i need it Pretty much. I mean, honestly, I would play it. I, I know quite a few people who would. You can add me to that list. Um, Dad, have you pulled up a list yet? No. We're 43 minutes in. You haven't yeah. even pulled up a list. I don't need a list. <laughs> Alright. What's your favorite pilot episode of a TV show? Pilot episode? Oh. Oh. Um. I have have the picture in my head, but I can't remember the name of it. (laughs) Explain it. Detail Um, it out to me. The the sad thing is, is I don't know how to explain it. I just have a picture in my head and don't know how to explain it. 
Amazing World of Gumball. Uh, you may have, you may be onto something here. Amazing World of Gumball and Adventure Time. And? Both pilot episodes. Amazing. Ooh, I figured out what the one I was thinking of. Steven Universe. Sir, I've never seen, uh, Steven Universe. <laughs> I love that show. A lot of people do. I've just, I tried to watch it one time. Actually, I think I may have seen the pilot episode, but I forgot about it. <laughs> See, what's cool about their pilot um, episode is the, later, like way later in the show, they added the versions of the characters from the pilot episode into the show as other characters. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, a great first episode. Um, Gravity Falls. Yes. Yes. Like that sh that whole show in general is amazing, but like the first episode of it is like, like there's there's like clues and connections to the entire end of the series mm -hmm. in the first episode. Like, the way that they put that entire show together was nothing but pure genius. Yup. And it's over. And it's not coming back. I think it might... I think they might would it... Like, so... It just hit its... What, what Ten year years. anniversary was it? Ten year... Oh my god! But yeah, you, it just hit its ten year anniversary... All the voice actors came back and they had that little like video. Well, no, it was just one voice actor and he yeah, voiced was, all of those characters. Yeah. I don't. I think it's Alex Hirsch. Is his name? But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they released like a um, like a little short movie or something like that, like a little. I don't want to say a reunion episode because it doesn't really count for animation, but like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a something kind of like what they did with Steven Universe, where after a while they released a movie of like years in the future. Yeah, kind of sort of. Where it's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to add something else to it. <laughs> See, what I wanted but, uh, after watching Gravity Falls was uh, uh, what happened the, the next summer. Yes. Because it ended like, they pretty much make... with that note of see you next summer. That, yeah, the note even said see you next summer. And, yeah. I, like, if they make a movie or something, it's going to be about that next summer. Like, they might, like, show up or maybe, like, have to come back for a short little time. And then, like, it won't be, like, along the lines of, like, 30 seconds. It's ending. only 30 seconds long, and it's the bus broke down and, like, had to turn around and go back. <laughs> that's the, that's it. That's the entire comeback. <laughs> they don't even speak. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the bus broke down, and they turned around. <laughs> 
It was only technically only two seasons. Wow. You and everyone else here tonight, aren't you? Plot twist. Bill, that's there's a there's another. I thought I, I was about to call him. I was about to call him Bob. I I I was like Billy. I knew it was so, I knew it was something like that. But dude, those like last three episodes were amazing. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, good shows that aren't airing anymore, um, did you ever watch, uh, dude, Chowder, oh my god, but, um, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Yes. That yes. show was awesome. Like, that show deserved a lot more than what it got. Oh my god, I have four seasons. I really like the art style, too. I kind of I kind of like it. Here. It's like a... I like it, but I don't. I think I like the color scheme of it more than I like the actual, like, drawing of the characters. Yeah, I like the story writing of that one. Oh yeah, an, great for, another great first episode. The first episode of Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> this set the tone for the entire show. And then every episode the is first, exactly the same. <laughs> if you've seen the first episode of Phineas and Ferb, you've seen you've the seen whole the entire show. show. Yes. <laughs> every episode is exactly the same. And every episode is amazing. Some of them, some of them, pretty boring. I mean, they made ninety-nine percent of the show yeah. um, fun. Um, a recent show that had an amazing start was The Owl House on Disney Plus. I haven't seen that. It is amazing. It's like. It's like Harry Potter and Alice in Wonderland like had a baby. Huh. Yeah. It's a little cartoony. It's like the. It's almost the same. Like. I won't. It's not exactly the same, but it's pretty close to the art style of Star vs. the Forces of Evil. What's it called? The Owl House. It was literally in the recommendations as I pulled up Star Wars The Force. Oh, yeah, it is kind of the art style. Yeah, it's pretty Wonder close. It's made by the same people. But that one's really good. And they're, I'm really like upset that the, the second season's going to be like three episodes. Really? Yeah. Um... Another good one, which is actually one that I had on my list. Um, the first episode of Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what really made that episode such a good episode is the little story arc that they did later in the series. Where, like, there's a version of Fry, um, Fry that gets, like stuck in the past mm -hmm. and like and the dog 
the dog sat there and waited and waited and waited and waited (laughs) like that was such a like wow that was such a great little I bet you, like, in in the studio, when they pitched that episode, they were like, you know, this would be a pretty funny idea. Because they were like, you know, there was this dog, right? What happened to him? Make a whole episode about it. All right, let's make and a then dog. They ended up making more, yeah, and then they m- ended up making more people cry than laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, damn, my bad. And I was like, no, I was fucking lying. Um... What else do I have on my list? Oh. If you want to pivot to video games for a second. Um, no, I'm not about to say Destiny. The first Destiny was um, kind of ass. Especially when it first came out. The story was great. It was amazing. Until they changed it. When you read the entire novel. I mean, if you look at the base game story, it was amazing. When they started adding stuff is when it got weird. And then, yeah, and, but and then like, Taken King. You had to, <laughs> and then Taken. You King. had to like, f- yeah. Taken King is really what made the entire game. Really, um, it. I don't. Destiny really, really wasn't that popular until Taken King came out, wasn't it? It got. Um, what was the one before Taken King? Um, uh, was it House of Wolves? No, that was after. Because it was Taken King, Wolves, uh, and then Rise of Iron, and then it was over. Oh, it was like a... Some, was it The Wild Hunt? Or was that a season? That was a season. I could have sworn. Research time. Destiny 1 DLCs. The Dark Below. Yeah, that one brought a little bit more people. Ooh, ooh, I was right. House of Wolves did come out before Taken King. Oh, it did? Yes. Came out the same year. That's probably why um, I thought it was before. House of Wolves came out in May, and then Taken King came out in September. God, I wish their DLC track was like that now. I know, right? I mean, they add a lot more now than they used to. I mean, yeah, Taken but I don't King want to was like the biggest fall. one yet, and then, and then Rise of Iron was a little bit bigger, or no, it was a little bit smaller than Taken King. Yeah, I think they kind of like exhausted themselves with Taken King. <laughs> if we're being honest here, and then they saved out all their energy for um, what's that one DLC in Destiny Two? Uh, it's the Tangled Shore. Witch Queen. No. Oh, uh, Forsaken. Forsaken, yeah. Which one? Did, did Forsaken come out before or after Shadowkeep? Shadowkeep was before. It was after. Because we went back to the moon. And it was it was cool. And it was after like I stopped playing for a while. There have been four major expansions. Yeah, because Shadow keeps after because Forsaken's gone now. It was Curse of it. It was Curse of Osiris, and then War Mind. Yeah, and then 
Forsaken, Shadow Keep, Beyond Light, Witch Queen, and then Lightfall in the final shape. Yup. Yup. Oh, I actually didn't know this. Um, Lightfall was actually supposed to be the end of the Light and Dark saga, but they f were like, then they, it said, realizing that Lightfall is not enough, Bungie announced the final shape would release early 2024. a long ways away. Ooh. Lightfall comes out early 2023. Or it's supposed to, at least. They're delaying. They're gonna delay that. You know that for a fact. They're gonna delay that. Well, it was originally it was originally planned for fall of this year. Well, they're still gonna delay it. I know it. I know they're gonna delay it. Well, the fact that it's still just early 2023, like you can get all the way into like April probably and still be considered early. Yeah. But, um, Destiny is, well, it's kind of close to what I was going to say, but, uh, I kind of grouped these two together, and it's Halo Reach and Halo 1, like Halo Combat Evolve, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, specifically, not really, mainly with Halo Reach, the reason I say that is for, um... It's the begin. It's, it's the, the like the last like three missions. Yeah. yeah. When they go back to Sword Base and then meet Doctor Halsey and then get Cortana and then bring it to the um uh was it the Pillar of Autumn? Yeah. That they were on in Halo One. Yeah. Oh no! I thought that was the ship that they used at the. No, that was Forward Unto Dawn at the end of Halo Three. Yeah, it was Forward Unto Dawn, and then it became the Infinity. Well, no, Infinity was a different ship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, of, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then it was Infinity, and now it's uh, Zeta Halo. <laughs> yeah, now, now it's now it's a whole Halo. <laughs> it's a whole ass Halo ring. Because Infinity got fucked. <laughs> but uh. But, but Halo reached specifically those last like three missions, I think three or four, and then Halo Combat evolved, of course, in its entirety. Yeah. Um, introduces Master Chief, um, whom I have sitting on my desk right now, uh, currently autographed by the man himself, which like amazing, by the way. Uh -huh. Did you did you look at his face or did you look away? I mean, I couldn't help but look at his face because he was like standing right there talking to me and stuff. But like, I will say if if they ever decide to like show Master Chief's face, I hope they use they Stephen's face. Well, they showed his eyes. No, no, no. They 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 took Master Chief and they showed his face. In the show. Yeah, in the show. The really bad show. <laughs> yeah, so what I've heard about that show is um, it's good if you're not a Halo fan. Yeah, if you're not a Halo fan, it's pretty good. Yeah. If you don't know but, who Master if, Chief is. 
Or if you're a Halo fan, but you can remove yourself from the Halo games, which is like an impossible feat. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, Halo Combat Evolved, it really introduces the uh, dynamic between Master Chief and Cortana. Um, and it kind of sort of sets up the whole... Um, it's very, very, very light in it. And it doesn't really get... He- that topic doesn't really get heavy until like Halo 4. But the fact that a lot of times Cortana is more human than Master Chief. And Master Chief is more of a robot than Cortana is. Like that whole dynamic there. Yeah. Like, it kind of sets that up to where he's just like, he's basically a soldier in Halo Combat Evolved. And I don't really want to call him just a soldier because, like, Master Chief. <laughs> but, like, you, you get what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, he's kind of robotic in Halo Combat Evolved. And even by Halo 3. He's kind of, he's opened up more essentially. He had, I think he has more lines in Halo Three than he does in Halo uh, Combat Evolved. And then gets to Halo Infinite. Dude, he talks so much in Halo Infinite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great though. Like, I just, I just like got finished replaying it. And um, one thing I didn't notice on my first playthrough of it is um, instead of Cortana teaching Master Chief how to be human, um, it was kind of flipped around where Chief was trying to teach uh, the weapon because she doesn't, her name hasn't been revealed yet. But it was him kind of trying to teach the weapon how to be more human-like, essentially. Yeah. Or how to... Yeah, like... And something I noticed, too, is uh, that she's kind of um, his redemption. Because he throughout the entire game, and um, kind of throughout Halo 5 also, he blames himself for what happened to Cortana. And especially in Halo Infinite, after what happened to her and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, blames himself for what happened to her. Like, heavily blames himself. Especially after he lost the fight with uh, Atriox. Yeah. Um, but I noticed in it was specifically in that uh, one mission where you're like getting all of the power seeds or whatever, and then as you're walking back carrying them, like lines from past games and stuff start playing. Yeah. Um, and I w- and that's kind of the moment I was like. The weapon is the way that Master Chief can kind of mentally forgive himself for what happened to Cortana. By kind of like taking her along, teaching her how to be more human like Cortana taught him how to be more human. Um, and just kind of kind of returning the favor almost. Like, that's kind of how he's uh, forgiving himself. Yeah. And, dude, the freaking zip line, dude. What? The grappling hook? Oh, the grappling hook. I was like, zip line. What game are you playing? Dude, 
Dude, um, if you get the bandana skull, which, um, do you have all the skulls in the game? Or did you even get them? I got one. <laughs> so, I, I went back one. through, the reason why I did that playthrough, um, is I was trying to get all of the skulls from the missions that I missed them on, because for some reason you can't play replay the missions mm -hmm. uh, right now. Um, and the, the bandana skull... What it does is it gives you infinite ammo, infinite grenades, um, and also it totally takes out the cooldown time for your abilities. That's crazy. So, dude, it's so fun to use because like you like you can time it kind of sort of like climbing. And stuff with the normal like um, recharge time that it has, mm -hmm. but you're you are legit like spider like Master Chief Spider Man with that skull equipped. Like I cannot tell you how fast I can zip around, like especially in like a big open room, like doing combat and stuff. Yeah, like I'm just all over the place. <laughs> See, that's what I did in in multiplayer with the with the grapple hook. I just zipped around oh, really? the map. Dude, in multiplayer, my favorite tactic to use is uh the grapple hook, and like to like yoink yourself towards a towards uh enemy, and then you do that little automatic melee, and then take the shotgun and just hit him one time, and it like never fails. See, at least you said that and not the grapple energy sword combo that's okay so that's fun to use but it's fun to use in the campaign it's toxic in multiplayer i mean probably because it works well it's it's the you you get like a good play in and you're able to get away from the dude with the energy sword and the man just grapples you <laughs> it's annoying. Like, just, like once you get grappled by somebody with like, an energy okay. sword, there, there's no getting out of that. Like there's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. Like even if you have but like a gravity hammer to maybe throw them back, well, they're grappled to you, so you they're not they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like that is that I don't think there even is any way to like counteract that crap. Nope. Like maybe so the just like run away. The the repulse shield. We can launch grenades oh, back at people. That. Maybe that can work, but I've never seen it done. We'll have to hop in and try it one time. What maybe once like they release Forge in two years. Yeah, I know, right? That'll be Forge within within six months of release. That's what they said before it's launch. Been, it's been six months. Yeah, it's been more than that. Where is it at? Three four three. Oh, they're already on season two and they don't even have Forge yet. Or theater mode. Yeah, they were even talking about, they're like, yeah, we'll have campaign co-op and mission replay when season two comes out. And then season two comes out, they're like, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll come out in August. Yeah, I know, it's like, really? 
But you, you, are you guys just confirming that you don't know what you're doing? Or are you trying to put I too much more... into Forge than there needs to I be? I think... I think it's a mixture of they're putting too much into fortune than needs to be, and they got way in over their head. See, um, which Forge I mean, was Bungie has was made simple. that mistake before. Halo, um, Halo, Halo Two, Halo Two was supposed to be way different than what it was. Yeah, um, and that's basically because they couldn't finish the game by the time it launched, so they had to cut like a whole bunch of stuff. Like the, I think it was like the entirety of Halo, almost the entirety of Halo Three, was supposed to be like, uh, of course, condensed down a little bit. Yeah. But in Halo Two, Halo Three was originally supposed to be way different. Well, like the Forge modes for Halo Three and Halo Reach were perfect. They they were perfect. Oh yes, totally. And then Halo Four, and they were like, okay, we took the perfect Forge mode and added just you know just a few more things to make like now, custom maps a lot cooler and useful, which was amazing. And then Halo yeah. Five, and they changed everything. <laughs> they did change everything, but I think it was the only thing they could do with the amount of stuff that they added. Because well, yeah. I will say, it, it it is a learning curve to, like, do stuff in Halo 5 Forge. But the stuff that you can make in there, like, most of, most of my time playing Halo 5 was not even, like, fighting or anything. It was me and Garrus doing puzzle maps. Like, puzzle maps are the single best thing to come out of Halo 5. <laughs> Yeah, I just hate the how, like, they took, like, this simple Forge mode where you can just go in into, like, Forge World. That Then Halo Reach was, like, one of the coolest maps to go to. And then they changed Forge World to an island, like a big circle. Yeah, that one, I get kind of why they did that, because it's kind of like a blank slate, but, like... What happened also... to the, 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 the cool island that was already there in the original Forge World? <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wish they just poured it over Forge World. <laughs> yeah, just add it to the ocean that's right there. I mean, yeah, they had the capability of making it bigger. Yeah. Like, they had a whole new engine, too, so it was there. Yeah. Like, but I do think Halo 5 Forge was it is good, but it's only good for the people who, like, know how to use it yeah if that makes sense yeah there, and there's a lot going on in the menu system for it as well yeah but the the whole reason why i say it's so good is basically just because of the amount of customization you can do yeah. like you can add buttons to things and like do like complex like actions and everything the only thing i think it's missing is like being able to add like actual ais to it which I, th I wish it's a rumor. I wish it's a rumor. Yeah. But um, it's a like I said, it's a rumor because it hasn't come out yet. But uh, Halo Infinite is uh, it's rumored to the Forge mode when it comes out is rumored to actually be able to where you can put like enemies down and stuff and create like your own firefight maps and stuff. See, that's what they need in Halo Infinite is firefight. 
Halo Reach Dude. firefight. Not the bullshit we got in yes. Halo 5. Halo Reach firefight. Yeah. It, no, it was Halo 4 that had Spartan Ops, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Halo 4 had Spartan Ops. And that was pretty cool, but I, I wanted firefight. Yeah, it was it was cool. I think, I think Spartan Ops... I, I actually genuinely enjoyed Spartan Ops, but I think it needed more customization to it. See, like, I, I liked Spartan Ops. I just wish, like, the missions could be longer instead of, well, hey, yeah, go longer, kill 30 dudes and you're done. Yeah, well, longer, and I wish they kind of um, did kind of like a firefight thing where you could actually change, like, certain aspects of the levels. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to activate, like, unlimited ammo or um, make it where, like, only grunt spawn or stuff like that. Grunt apocalypse, dude. Grunt apocalypse. Grunt apocalypse and grunt birthday party. Yeah. Unlimited ammo and a DMR. Like, literally, I would play Halo Infinite so much if they had firefight done correctly if they had firefight done correctly i've always thought that firefight and forge should have been like hand in hand yes like custom firefight maps dude yes now i get i get like i get like it's probably harder cuz like you got ai mapping and everything but yeah. like still I mean, AI mapping is easy it, to it, have it auto-generate. I mean, yeah, that is true. Because all they have to do is have the items that you'd be placing, and then have the AI generate those items on a separate, like, in within the system itself, as, like, the you can walk on these. Yeah. And that's so, all they have to do. So when you place them, they're automatically set as you can walk on these. And then all you have to do, if you don't want to, if you don't want them walking on it, you can just turn it off. In a, in like a setting on the item itself. That sounded a lot simpler than I thought it was. <laughs> but. But yeah, Halo Halo Combat Evolved, specifically that and the last like three or four missions of Halo Reach, I think is a great yeah. beginning to that entire series. And then, uh, let's see. One more I'll throw out there. Um, so this Twilight. is going to kind of sound... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's not a good movie, it, but it did set up an entire series. I I I haven't seen I've I've actually seen the first Twilight, but I feel like it did a pretty decent job at setting up the rest of the series. Not Maybe. really. Have you seen them all? I have seen them all. I saw mo all of them in theaters. The, the thing is, the first one had nothing to do with the second one. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. The first one could almost be standalone. 
is literally so just... So it was basically just an arbitrary sequel? It, it, like, it's how they met, and then they pretty much don't speak of it ever again. They're just, they're just together, yeah. Like, the first one is how they met, and then every single one after that, they're just always together. So, okay... So that made me think of something else uh, before I get into my actual, like, listed one uh, that I actually have stuff planned out for. Um, I also haven't seen the sequels to these movies, but I've seen the first one, and the first one's pretty good, but um, High School Musical. I hate High School Musical. I've, I've, I've seen the first one, and that's it. I've seen the first one. I don't normally like musicals, but the first one's, like kind of all right if you can get past the music i i like all right i like musicals i was inquiring but i i hate i will high school i think musical. i think i think high school musical is the musical for people who don't like musicals if that makes any sense whatsoever it makes no sense but um yeah i have nothing much to say about it much, nothing much else because I haven't seen any of the sequels. High School Musical is for um, people who don't have taste in music. Hey, I got taste. <laughs> Barely not. When was the last time you? When was the last time you looked at our blend playlist um, on Spotify? A long time ago, like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I I look through it sometimes and it's just amazing how different some of the songs up there are. Well, I last time I looked at it, I noticed it changes. It changes. Yeah, it changes like based off of what you every few days or to. something. Yeah. And I just realized that what 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 was on there then is gonna be completely different. What's on there now? Yeah. So. Let's see, there is one, two, three. There's only three songs out of the entire playlist that um, count as like both of us listen to it. Um, and that is, um, that's Foundations of Decay, My Chemical Romance. And then it's, uh, I don't remember this song. It's called Good Things Fall Apart. It's Elenium and John Billion. Oh yeah, and then I, another My Chemical Romance song, which is the Ghost of You. The good things fall apart. I have like three different versions of that one. Really? Yeah. Where is that playlist? I found one blend, but it's not that one. So if you go to the search tab, and you know how like all the things pop up, like your top genres and featured podcast categories. Are you on your phone? Up. Yeah. I'm not on my phone. <sighs> What's the name of it called? Spotify. <laughs> uh, well, the the way I usually found it, um, yeah, you can still click search, and then uh, click made for you. Is it? And then you'll see your blends up at the top. Bro, bro, Yoda plus me, Darth Vader plus me. What are these? See, when I press the search but, bar, the whole made for me thing is not an option. <laughs> are you clicking this? What? Yeah, it's not It's not a thing. On PC, it's not a thing. I'm literally looking at it on my PC right now. 
Okay, okay. You know, you have the, the home page button. and everything. Yeah. Like, go to your home page, and then you know the little bar yeah. on the side that's got like all your playlists, and then like it's got like songs, create playlists. The what? You're cutting out a little bit. It says You're like. Cutting uh, out. I know. It says like. Uh, it's got all your playlists there on the side, and then your episodes, like songs, create playlists, your library, and then search. Yes. You click search. Yeah. And a bunch of things pops up. Gives you your recent yeah. searches, your top genres, and then browse all. Yeah. So you scroll through there and find where it says made for you. And you click that. Coincidentally, that's also where you find your weekly playlists, where your release radar and discover weekly. Oh, I have those saved. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do I have them saved? I think I have. I have the release radar saved, but I don't think I have the discover weekly saved. They're just kind of always here. I recently listened, anyways. It's not here. <laughs> you don't have a made for you tag. No. <laughs> what? How is Pop one of my to- Oh, uh, wait, never mind. <laughs> I know, I know. What are your four top genres, by the way? My four top genres? Yeah. Indie, rock, pop, and hip hop. What? Okay, so my I have all four of those exact same, but they're in a different order. Yeah, my number one is indie. My number one is rock, and then indie, and then pop, and hip hop. I mean, those will always be the top four for most people. I mean, yeah, you're right. I found it. I found the blend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was not anywhere near where it should have been. Where was it? So I was in the home. And then when it said discover something new, I pressed C all and it was in there. Uh huh. Yeah. That's weird. I don't even have a discover something new little. Thing. Well, oh, wait, I, yeah, dude. Ah, it's right here. I was like, I know, mine's at the top because I always, I'm always searching for stuff. I kind of, I'm kind of in a middle ground where I'm not really searching for anything, but I'm not really like listen to, listening to all my old stuff either. Oh, th there's no way I'm going to be able to go through in my entire liked list. How many like songs do I have? 997. Wow, you're you're boring. What? How many do you have? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 2,625. Oh my god. But I, I listen to my like songs a lot, but I mainly listen to my playlists that I've made, and I've got three main ones. I have a bunch um, of playlists. And there, yeah, I have like three or four. 
Um, oh hell yeah! The first song is mine. The first song is what? The first song is mine on the blend. I'm not surprised. But uh, I have a pop punk playlist, and I've got at this current time I've got 12 hours of 12 hours and 55 minutes of music in there. And not all of those are liked. Jeez. What is my longest playlist? I think I think this is my longest one. Where is... No, that one's only got two hours. That one's a new playlist, though. So. What's the name of the other one? Oh, this one. This one's my longest. 25 hours. That's my longest playlist. I've got some catching up to do. Where is that? Here it is. Oh wait, no, this is not it. This one's it. I've got ten hours and one minute of this one. I've been thinking about getting all my play playlists together and putting them all in one big playlist. So not only does it have most of my liked songs. But it's also got the songs that I don't have liked also. I, uh, if I listen to it once, I'll most likely like it just to keep it for later. Later. You see, I don't really treat it like that. I, I only, I only like the songs that like, I genuinely like and I want to listen to a lot. But like those songs, I like, yeah, I want to listen to it, but I only want to listen to it when I'm listening to, like my pop punk stuff then I'll add it to my pop punk playlist yeah for more stuff that like I or stuff that's like cause what I'll do with my like songs is like if I'm in like a certain um I don't want to say mood but like in a certain like state of being certain state to where like I've got a few good a few new songs or a few good new songs that I found or like her and something like that I'll listen to like the first like I think right now I'm going I'm listening to the first 14 or the most recent songs and then I'll go back and start over and listen to those 14 again um, and then like I'll do that with my liked songs so it's like only ones that I'm like kind of obsessed with at the time but anything else that I like kind of like then I'll add it to a playlist because most of the time, if I'm going to listen to that song, it's going to be in the context of the rest of the genre. Yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way, but I... I have, like, two main playlists, and then all the other ones are just kind of random, I put these together kind of thing. And then if I like the song... It's mostly because I like the beginning of it, and I'll end up just listening to the rest of it later. Because I, if I don't like the beginning of the song, I'm not listening to it. You have a short song attention span, don't you? Mostly because, like, if I don't like the beginning, and I'm in the car, and I just want to like vibe to something, and I don't like the beginning of a song, I'm not going to keep listening to it. I'm going to find a song I, I, I know I like. One of my AirPods just died. Nice. 
I mean, it has been an hour and a half. Yeah, we should probably, like, wrap it up pretty soon. Nah, go, make it go forever, endless. Just constantly, like, have one AirPod charging while the other one's being used. But I didn't even talk about my topic. My, or my last. Save it for later. My last idea for this topic. Um, so, the last one before we wrap up. Um, Best first super. Unless you have. Unless you have any. Uh, any ideas to throw in here? Last second. Um. Best first cereal. Probably Cocoa Pebbles. No. I don't like them as much now, but I know as a kid I loved them. Frosted Flakes, bro. That's where it's at. Dude. Oh, no, 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 no. I need to change my answer. I need to change my answer. Um, Mini Wheats. Frosted Actually, I'm changing my answer too. Um, Count Chocula. <laughs> I never liked Count Chocula because I, like, I don't know if the just the inside of my mouth is soft, or oh. they're just very hard. It's, it's a little bit of both. But like, yeah, it feels like every time I would eat it, then it would like, like just eat you immensely just <laughs> cut the top of It'll my mouth. It'll try to eat you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the snack that eats back. Oh no, Kate. Oh, you doing are you doing Cade like that now? Yeah, my little Cade figurine just fell. Damn. Are you gonna are you gonna shoot him now? <laughs> I'm gonna shoot him with his own gun. <laughs> I do have a I do have a Yeah you do of Ace of Spades now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um my last little idea I wrote down on the list here um, is so before I'm going to set this up just so I don't immediately get made fun of because um, it's kind of um, anyways so talk about the biggest topic for best first but go ahead I'm, I may be talking about this but I don't know what you have in mind, but um, Iron Man. Best first Iron Man. I think. Well, no, no, the best first movie in the entire like, it is the literally the best way that Marvel could have started their entire like movie business as a whole. Yeah. Like. Just that movie was like so. It was, um, it was what I've I've heard it be called like literally the movie that saved comic book mo- movies. Yeah. And this is the movie that saved like, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, totally. <laughs> you know, I heard a, a story where, like, um, I forget the name of the guy that was like making it and everything but he 
like fought tooth and nail to get Marvel to hire Robert Downey Jr. Because he thought that one Robert Downey Jr. would be perfect, and he was right. Tom Cruise. But it was Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise was originally supposed yeah. to play Iron Man, but I think it's Kevin something. I don't want to say his last name because I don't know how to pronounce. Kevin Feige. But Feige, yeah, Feige. Um, but he like fought tooth and nail to get Robert Downey Jr. hired as Iron Man because one, like I said perfect yeah but two um their like life story was like almost exactly the same because mm-hmm. like robert downey jr or tony stark was supposed to be like a recover like multiple times in not only the comics but i think just before the first iron man movie too he was like a recovering um like alcoholic or something like that yeah. um or recovering from something. I don't remember Wait, exactly what it was. Robert and then, Downey or... Uh, well, I'm talking about Tony Stark okay. at the moment. And I know in Iron Man 2, um, he definitely was kind of... Do drugs. Loopy in the head a little bit from getting poisoned by um, Palladium. But, um, yeah, like, apparently they're, like, life stories. Like, the backstory of Tony Stark before... Um, the first Iron Man movie was like not only comic book lore accurate to basically Robert Downey Jr.'s life, but also like very accurate to Robert Downey Jr.'s life. (laughs) So he was able to bring like a very um, interesting experience into his character of Tony Stark by basically just being himself. Mm -hmm like it's not often that you get like such a perfect character where you can just like be yourself and that's the exact character that they want you to be that sounded very deep (laughs) sorry if you didn't know this uh this is a philosophy podcast now philosophy we've changed our topics in the first episode Okay, okay, I have to bring this up. We we missed the ball on best first. We missed the biggest best first question ever. Okay. Best first anime. Like, to watch. Ah, okay, so... um, So, I'll say this in two ways. Um, Don't say sort of... My... My first anime was Blue Exorcist. Alright. Um, which like I kinda I kinda dived in there. Uh Blue Exorcist really isn't like a deep cut anime. It's not. It's, for like it's really good. It's really not, but it it's not like a but it's not like a um super surface level yeah. one either. You know what I mean? Um it's it's kind of like a right after surface level, <laughs> like an inter- intermediate yeah level anime watcher anime. But anime. if we're talking in terms of like in general, um, I think the perfect anime for someone who hasn't watched anime yet is uh, My Hero Academia. I would have to disagree. What would you say? Um. 
honestly it would depend it would depend on the person because you have to bring up sci-fi or slice of life well, no, 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 no. like this is so this is a person you've never met before i know you asked the question but i'm taking the reins of this question now <laughs> like this is a person you've never met before you don't know them and they're like hey like let's say you're just out in public you're just you're wearing a you're wearing a anime t-shirt or something they come up oh hey i see you like it what's something i need to watch like what's something i should watch for my first anime? your name oh god <laughs> also that is like my favorite anime movie and probably one of if not is my favorite movie in general your name i want to eat your pancreas darling in the franks big fight island um, Love is War. <laughs> that's a manga. Kaguya-sama. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty good surface. And a, f- a new for a new one, like a recent anime, I have to choose Spy Family. I haven't seen Spy Family. It is amazing. Like so, the re- the only reason why, well, one reason why I kind of disagree with you on Kaguya-sama is because that i mean it's a good surface level one for someone who hasn't watched it before but i think it's only one that so i'm changing the scenario a little bit now but it's only one that you would find out really if you were recommended it by someone who watches it but like let's say let's say you've never watched any anime before well, I guess you would need. I don't know. If you've never watched anime before and you sit down and watch an anime, I I really think My Hero Academia is the like probably cleanest. We're not really cleanest, but it's like not clean. Just the yeah, like it's the most entry level friendly one that I've seen in a while. I will agree with you with that. I just. I just would not recommend My Hero Academia for a first anime. I I would recommend it mainly for the sole reason of most of the time people who haven't watched anime yet aren't going to like delve deep into it yet even if you recommend that to them. So it's I mean that show has gotten so popular that it's broken outside of the main just anime circle and just kind of gone a little bit mainstream where you're seeing people who've never even watched anime before watching my hero see i didn't even say demon slayer and i would have said demon slayer but i I didn't even say it i would say demon slayer but like i don't know i feel like it's more of along the lines of kaguya sama also i get it is it is way more popular than kaguya sama is but I feel like it's one of those ones that's like you kind of have to already be into anime to kind of know about that's, it. That's well, I don't mean know about it, but more of you would enjoy it more if it wasn't your yeah. first. Yeah, you kind of you kind of already have to be used to anime by the time you watch that. I don't even mean that. I just mean like it, you would enjoy it more if it wasn't your first watch. Yeah, which I'm kind of which honestly, um, I don't know if it's a good suggestion, but like. Blue Exorcist was the perfect first one for me. It's a, it's it's one season, right? 
It's, uh, kind of, sort of. It's got, I think it's got one season. Yeah, it's got one season, but it's, like, the entire, like... So, it kind of did something similar to what Fullmetal Alchemist did. Just a continuous... Where it caught up... Yeah, it caught up with the manga. But... And they did what Fullmetal Alchemist did. And just continued anyways. And made their own story. But... Where it kind of differed from that scenario is... Instead of creating a whole other series... And basically just making the first bit of it the same... Um, they just made a second season where it just picked up where the manga left off and it, they just called it Kyoto Saga. Yeah, that's something. I mean, it's, I haven't watched, I haven't finished Kyoto Saga. I've only watched like the first few episodes of it. But honestly, I feel like it's going to be a way better ending than the regular Blue Exorcist ended. I kind of was a little underwhelmed by the, by the original anime ending. Yeah. Ooh, I just thought of a good one. That's like one of those ones that has to be recommended to you, but you kind of got to be conditioned a little bit first. Um. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yeah, that one. That one you want to have watched anime for a little bit. Yeah, you ca- you ha- kind of have to be conditioned for it, but I think if you preconditioned, um it'd be a pretty good one to watch for your first one but but you got to be like i said kind of expecting yeah but uh i still don't think my hero be a good first one because it'd be along the lines of you would enjoy it more if it wasn't like if you go from a movie anime to my hero or a different, yeah. a different hero like movie show or whatever to my hero, it'd be a lot different than watching it as your first. I just the the main reason why I say it um, is because it's so mainstream. Yeah. Um, that it, it's mainstream for a reason essentially. Because it's like, well, I mean, it's a, it's a objectively a good show, but like, the fandom. Sucks. I would say it's. I would agree with someone who said who would say it's overhyped. Yeah, the fandom sucks though. I hate the fandom. Yeah. They're kind of like, it's kind of like the Rick and Morty fandom. No, they're worse. They're they're much worse. Oh yeah, totally. But it's like it's getting there. No. 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 They they Dude, say, the they freaking... send death threats to the writer. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Just because they wanted to ship two different characters and it wasn't happening. What two characters? Anybody. Literally anybody. If you can think of it, it's 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 been happened. It's happened. Huh. Are you talking about the Rick and Morty character? My Hero fandom or the My Hero fandom? My Hero fandom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't want to get this uh, podcast attacked on the first episode, but 
Um, most of the ones that are, most of the people who are like that with the My Hero fandom are also kind of in the Dream SMP fandom. <laughs> that kind of roped them all together because those people. See, I won't disagree um, with you because I can't also agree with you. <laughs> They're, uh. <laughs> they really love Dream SMP. They're weird. I'm scared of them. <laughs> We're at an hour 44. Um, I think we can call it here. We can safely call it here. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Oh, I didn't think of an outro. <laughs> Bye. Turn it off. <laughs> be, yeah, just be funny. Our, our outro, we just. Um, every episode, we just stop at a different part of the last sentence of the. <laughs> Easy but, E. Um, I guess we can make one up on the spot. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, peop- the people who are listening maybe in the future. Don't come back. Uh, <laughs> don't come back to this one. If you listen to this don't one, come back. never listen to it again. Ever. This one's probably going to be the worst Scuffed. one, even though the first episode of this is called Best First Ever. It's only going to go uphill, uphill from here if this is your And first then show. back down, because that's how hills I work. I think. The, I mean, this show is called One Collective Idiot, and there's two people in it, so. I mean, so what you you're can only saying is so much. we're wasting a whole nother minute. <laughs> I think it's about two minutes now. <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, let's see. What can I come up off of the top of my head? Also, we don't have a, th- a opening theme, by the way. Um, Good. We'll just keep it blank until we get a fan and uh, they make one for us. So oh, they're going to make us to. a fan? Like like a little spinny thing that makes it cold? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if someone in the future um, happens to... Uh, actually like what you're listening to um, um please make us a theme song don't please d- we please, don't want to please don't <laughs> please don't and use only audio excerpts from gino what no <laughs> or don't either please one don't. we'll figure it out i don't want to get sued wait how would you get sued um if they if we use it and we don't put it in contract that it that like on a signed contract from the person that we are allowed to use it un- under like their behalf without paying them f- or anything like that they could sue us for copyright we'll figure it out we're better off making our own anyways we'll figure it out <laughs> The first very lot, very, the first a lot of these episodes are going to be us figuring it out, so bear with us, three people who are listening right now. Chapter, Um, the first chapter of the podcast, we're figuring it out. Untitled, because we don't know. That's going to be the name Um, of this one, it's just untitled, because we don't know. 
Hey, I picked out a great title for this episode. No, we are okay. not untitled. No, this it. one's better untitled because we don't know yet. I'm adding a yet <laughs> on there because we're gonna figure it out at some point. And at some and that when that day comes, it's gonna be titled "Figured It Out," and the next one's gonna be the actual name. Yeah, like each like uh like commemorative episode or something like that is like still figuring it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The last the last episode is we figured it out. We're taking the money and running. <laughs> we figured it out. Part five. That's the whole last episode. <laughs> but um, let's see. I lost um, my pencil. Thanks for listening. Um, I lost my pencil. No, thank you. Uh. Yo, Joe is here. Goodbye. Joe was here. Goodbye. Joe Mama.